Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Children's Chapel this morning at Selwyn Avenue Presbyterian Church. We're so excited that you've logged on to join us. This morning, we have a very exciting story as we continue with our series of the greatest stories ever told. This morning, we are going to be talking about Jesus' very first miracle. The story can be found in John, and it's at a wedding. It's at a big party, a big banquet, a big celebration. And Jesus does something pretty miraculous. He wants everyone to know, you know, I can do some special things. Jesus' mother's there and all kinds of guests. It's a wonderful story, and we're so excited to share it with you this morning. So I'm going to invite Ms. Harris up to get us going with some music this morning. Good morning, boys and girls. We're going to sing... We're going to sing His Banner Over Me is Love. I think a lot of you remember that that song. Um, There's a verse in His Banner Over Me is Love. He brought me to His banqueting table. A banquet is a big party, a very special celebration. You've probably been to a banquet. You could call Thanksgiving a banquet. You could call your birthday party a banquet. Or maybe if, if you've been to a wedding, that would, there's usually a banquet or a dinner with the wedding. So he brought me to his banqueting table, and we're going to hear more about that when, when Mr. Wink comes up. But let's sing our song, His Banner Over Me Is Love. The Lord is mine, and I am his. His banner over me is love. The Lord is mine, and I am His. His banner over me is love. The Lord is mine, and I am His. His banner over me is love. His banner over me is love. Banqueting table. He brought me to His banqueting table. His banner over me is love. He brought me to his banqueting table, his banner over me is love. He brought me to his banqueting table, his banner over me is love. His banner over me is love. This is a new verse, listen. He is the vine and we are the branches, his banner over me is love. Jesus is the vine. He is the vine and we are the branches. His banner over me is love. He is the vine and we are the branches. His banner over me is love. His banner over me is love. Rock of our salvation. This is a big rock. Jesus is the rock of our salvation. His banner over me is love. Make a big rock. Jesus is the rock of our salvation. His banner over me is love. Jesus is the rock of our salvation. His banner over me is love. His banner over me is love. One more time. His banner over me. boys and girls. Let's hear from Mr. Wink.
Hi, good morning, guys. I'm Mr. Wink, and I'm here to tell the story of um, Jesus' first miracle. Um, and I'm not sure, I bet all y'all know what a miracle is, but I'll remind some of you guys who might not know. A miracle is something that happens that we just can't explain or don't, can't figure out how it happened or why it happened. Um, and, you know, there are little things that we do, that people do, that are like, wow, how did that happen? But Jesus did miracles that came from God, and they were really important, and they were uh, really great miracles that helped out everyone and helped out people. Um, so uh, that's what a miracle is, is something that's just really amazing and uh, astounding and something you just don't even know how it happened. And um, a lot of times, especially all the stuff that happens in the Bible, they're miracles that come from God because he loves us so much. So this story is Jesus' first miracle, um, but the way it starts out, uh, it's when Jesus is young. It's like he's getting to become a man, but he's not quite a man yet. So I like this story. I, first, hmm, well, first I didn't like the story as much, but when I started reading it and thinking about it, I really do like this story now because uh, it makes me think of growing up. And um, I know you guys are all growing up too, and, and I know that growing up, it can be really fun, and you can feel like, oh, I'm getting older and this is great, but sometimes it can be tough uh, because you might have to think hard or do a hard job or uh, have a hard task. It could be kind of scary because you don't know what's going to happen next. Uh, it could become funny too. You know, sometimes you're doing something and you're doing it with friends and y'all just kind of laugh at it and just have a good old time learning and helping each other out. Um, and so there's a lot of different ways to grow up. It could be getting, making new friends or learning about new friends. Um, or it could be some sad times too that, that it helps us to grow up too. Like maybe a friend moves away or there's somebody that you probably won't see for a long time or something and it kind of makes you sad. But that's kind of a thing that helps us all get older and grow up. And so growing up can be a little bit tough. And um, it doesn't happen all at the same time, too. Uh, so if y'all think back, maybe think at times that y'all have felt like you've grown up a little bit in your life. Uh, like maybe it's when times like you do something that you, you do something and you're proud of what you did because it's really nice and pretty. Or your mother and father come and say, oh, that is really, really nice. Or growing up might be, you know, helping out a friend and if they got hurt or something like that. Um, so... So uh, when you hear the story, think about how young Jesus was and how growing up is a part of our life and it just keeps kind of going. We keep learning about God and Jesus and that makes us better uh, all the time. Um, so this story does start out right when Jesus... It's one of the first stories, too, because we don't have... I like this story, too, when I started looking at it. I kind of was feeling like a growing up part because I started out thinking, hmm, I don't like this too much. I don't want to do this. You know, and I think that there might be times where your mom and dad ask you to do something and you're like, I, I don't want to do this. I want to do what I want to do. And, and, but then when I started actually reading it and looking at it and thinking about it, I thought, boy, I do like this story. I'm so glad that they decided to do this story so that I could grow up a little bit myself and learn about this story. So that's another way of growing up too. Um, so anyway, it, uh, as I was learning about it, I thought, well, this is really a cool story because there's only one or two or three stories about Jesus when he was young, you know, like your guy's age or just a little bit older. So I thought, oh, this is a great story to tell at Children's Chapel. 
It happens, like Ms. Harris said, at a wedding feast. And uh, Jesus' mom, Mary, was there. And, uh, oh, in case you didn't know, that Jesus' Jesus's mom is Mary, is a lady named Mary. And uh, Jesus' dad is God. And so he's, Jesus is the son of God. And when Mary was going to have Jesus in her belly and, and have the baby, an angel came to Mary um, before that and said, told Mary that God had a mission for her, had, a, had something for her to do. And uh, Mary, just like Ananias last week, said, Here I am, Lord. And that meant that she was ready to do whatever God asked, him to, asked her to do. And so the angel did say that you're going to have a baby and he is going to be the savior of the whole world. He's going to come and spread love and joy and save us all and send us and save us all, connect us back to God and connect us to each other. And so that's a really big deal. Mary knew that this was really an important thing. So Mary knew that Jesus was the son of God and is the son of God and had a really big mission in life, had a really big thing to do in his life to help the whole world out. So the story starts with Mary going to a wedding uh, that was probably a good friend of hers. She went to a wedding and Jesus and some of his friends came along to the wedding too. And the weddings back then, they weren't like, kind of like they were today. You know, today you go to a wedding and after the day it's all over with. Well, weddings back then would take maybe three or four or five, maybe even a whole week to happen. And it became a really important thing too. A lot of people thought if the wedding is really good, then the marriage is going to be really good. And if something goes wrong in the wedding, ooh, well, maybe something might go wrong in the marriage too. So it was kind of really, really important back then. The wedding's much, well, it's really, really important today. But it was really important back then. And so on the third day, the, um, Mary noticed that the wine was running out. So they were running out of things to drink. And uh, so she, she thought this might be, I think she thought this might be a good time to get Jesus uh, to go on his mission, to start out his mission, that he's old enough to begin his, what God wants him to do. And so she went to Jesus and said, um, we're out of water, we're out of the wine, we have nothing to drink. And Jesus looked at her and said, well, well, mom, what does that have to do with us? Uh, I am not ready, I'm not ready to go on my mission yet. But M Mary, his mom, thinking that she knew better, which a lot of times your mom and dad, dad do know, she looked at him and then she went over to the waitresses and waiters and told them to do whatever Jesus said to do. So the waiters went over and they found Jesus where these six big jars were that were used for washing and cleaning, but they were empty at the time. And these jars, six of them, they would hold, actually they held a lot of water, like 30 or 40 gallons. Think about if you put all six of these, these jugs of water together, they would fill up like three bathtubs full. So think about your bathtub and think about three bathtubs and how much water all that is. That's a lot of water. So Jesus had um, 
these servants, these uh, waitresses and waiters, fill these jugs with water. Now, also think about how long it takes to fill your bathtub with water. And you're turning on the faucet that these guys would have to go a long ways, get the water, and then drop it in the jug. So it took a little while for that to happen. Um, and so when the water was filled up, the water got filled up in the, three, in the six jugs, and Jesus told him, and Jesus told the head waiter to go take, the, take some water out of the jugs and take this water to the man who was kind of in charge of the wedding, the wedding party. Uh, because he was kind of in charge of it and wanted to make sure everything was going really, really well. And this thing about not having much to drink was a little bit of a problem. So the servant, the waiter, took this over to the head of the party and by the time he got to the man who took care of the party, the water had changed and it had turned into wine that they were running out of. And they poured a glass for the man and he looked at it Oh, and he smelled it, and it smelled like the finest wine he had ever smelled. And then he tasted it. Oh, and it tasted like the best wine that he had ever had. He was so surprised and had no idea where this wine came from. But the servants, the waiters and waitresses that poured the water into the jugs knew who did this great miracle. Um, because it was a great miracle of Jesus changing this water into something really precious and special. And it was so special that the head of the, the man who took care of the party was so amazed that he walked over and went to the groom and the bride and, and stopped everyone, stopped the whole party so they could all hear him. And he said, you know, most of the time, People bring the best food and the best drink out at the very beginning of the party so that everyone's really impressed. And then the other stuff kind of comes out later, you know, the hot dogs and things like that just kind of come out afterwards when people are all kind of fine and, and all that with it. But he said, no, you have waited to serve the best till last. You have waited to serve the best that I've ever had till the very last. And he toasted them, he blessed them, he blessed their marriage, and he blessed the party. And everything really was a great, great thing that happened. Um, and this kind of tells us a little bit about how Jesus came, because Jesus came to us, and he gave us, he, God gave us Jesus, and he was the best that we could ever have had before and after. And when Jesus, I think when Jesus saw this, it was his very first miracle. So when he saw this and saw how the guests were all drinking his wine, and enjoying the gifts that God, that Jesus had, God had given Jesus to make, and seeing how this brought everyone together in community and harmony, and brought them all to the table, 
And when I thought about this, I thought about communion that we have at church and how Jesus invites us to his table to give us bread and wine that is the best and is nourishing to all of us and brings us all together under God and in God and through God. So this week, this Sunday at church, we're going to be doing communion this Sunday. So maybe if y'all are watching church online uh, this Sunday, when you, if you can think about this first miracle that Jesus did when we come up and when we do our communion uh, on Sunday morning. So this is the first of many miracles that Jesus does, and that's why it's a really fun uh, story. I learned a lot. I felt like I grew up a lot myself learning this story. And uh, then Jesus does many, many more miracles to show us and teach us uh, about God and get us closer to God and each other. Uh, so next week, I think there's another miracle that we'll be doing that is really fun too and a great story. So now I'll give you back to Miss Margot for the crafts. Thank you so much, Mr. Wink. Isn't that a fun story? Before I show you our craft this morning, I want to go over our memory verse with you all. It's a little bit longer, but we can, we can memorize it together. It's from John chapter 2, verse 11. So I'll read it once, and then I'll read it in parts, and you can repeat after me. So it said, What Jesus did here in Cana was the first of the signs through which he revealed his glory. All right, so I know that's longer, so we'll read it together in two parts. So repeat the first part with me. What Jesus did here in Cana was the first of the signs to which he revealed his glory. Good job, everybody. And so now we've got something fun to show you. I bet a bunch of you are at home these days for school. Maybe some of you come home in the evening and you sit down and you have dinner with your family or you have lunch with your babysitter. And something that you always have at lunch is something to drink or a glass of water. And so what we want you to do is you can tell the story that Mr. Wink said today. You can tell it to your siblings or to your parents or to your babysitter. And this is a fun thing to do to show them. So what you'll need is you'll need two clear cups. And it's hard to tell, but this cup has water in it, and this cup has the secret in it. So you won't tell anyone what's in this cup. But you can do a drop of food coloring, or maybe you have some lemonade powder at home. I had some flavored drink powder at home. And then what you'll do is you'll tell the story. And when you get to the part where Jesus turns water into wine, you'll surprise everyone at the dinner table because you will pour the water into the cup and it will turn into wine or lemonade. So we hope that this is something fun for you to do and show your family as you talk about this story this week. And I'd like for you guys to pray with me real quick. Can we pray? Repeat after me. Dear God... Thank you for sending Jesus. Thank you for the miracles that he shows us. Thank you for the ways that knowing God helps us grow up. Thank you so much that we can believe in Jesus every day. 
Help us to always remember this story and to always remember the mighty powers of God. Amen. Thank you so much. Now Ms. Harris is going to close us out with a song. Are you ready for our prayer song? You remember, I bet you remember by now, whisper a prayer in the morning. So we stretch in the morning. Whisper a prayer at noon. Noon is lunchtime. When we're, this is my macaroni and cheese in my bowl. Whisper a prayer in the evening. Evening is bedtime to keep your heart in tune. God hears us when we speak out loud. God hears us when we, when we pray inside our hearts. God hears us when we sing and when we celebrate and also when we're sad or scared. God hears us anytime. Let's, let's sing our prayer song. Thank you, boys and girls. You know it takes me a minute. Can you get your whisper of prayer stretch ready? Whisper a prayer in the morning. Whisper a prayer at noon. Here it is. Goodbye, boys and girls. Have a great week.